0: This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. What's your favorite thing about spring? Maybe it's the tulips blooming along Michigan Avenue or the city warming up and it being one step closer to summertime shy. Well, either way, if you are ready to venture out of your home after a cozy winter, WBEZ has got you covered. Our spring guide has all the latest highlights for the season. Everything from new theater and dance productions to how to soak in blooming flowers. You can check it out if you are online at WBEZ.org. And WBEZ editor Cassie Walker-Burke is here to tell us more. Hey, Cassie, good to see you. Hi, Sasha. So what is your favorite thing, Cassie, about springtime in Chicago? I mean, my favorite thing is when springtime actually starts in Chicago.
1: (laughs) Same. And it seems to tease us a little bit every year. that happens to be. It's true. I'm a gardening buff. I'll admit it. I am, yeah, I love the an, flowers. I'm an accidental or lucky gardening person. Oh. And so I just plant a bunch of things and hope that something <laughs> works. Yeah. Um, You're a brave that soul. I am a brave soul. I also have a lot of sunlight in my yard. Ah, so but that's good. I will say that there is a great list that we have of... Places where you can get native plants, where you can pick up the things that are actually supposed to grow here, which mm-hmm. is really, really cool. There's several different—University of Illinois Extension, for example, has several different native plant sales. And so we have that list. Um, that is pretty cool. Sweet. And I, I also have to say I like to go get inspiration. So just wandering through gar, you know, Garfield Park mm. um, Conservatory or wandering through the Lincoln Park Arboretum, those, those give me hope.
0: Yeah. April showers bring May flowers in this year's cultural guide— it's got us covered on all the best ways to see flowers around the city, Cassie. Uh, has there always been a, a culture, you think, of, of going to see flowers bloom in the city?
1: I think so. I think that we are so, um, we spend our winter so closed up inside that this is the time to really go out and just see see what spring has to offer see color you know those gray skies they get us down see some color Um, and i actually think that you know over the past decade there's been such a focus on native planting and i think people are really trying to bring back native plants into their yards and i think that that's really interesting yeah and
0: And you, you mentioned the garfield park conservatory there's also the the chicago botanic gardens There's the Chicago Botanic Gardens,
1: and they are doing tours this year where you can walk around and you can talk about plants and birds. and, And I think that those things are really, really just nice to get out after we've been closed in after winter.
0: So in the past year, Cassie, you've done guides for all the seasons for WBEZ. Is this going to be a staple and something that we can always look forward to every year or when the weather changes? Well, let me be honest. I
1: don't know. I think that it will be interesting to see... Are people interested in these guides to be honest
0: but I mean here. they're super useful.
1: I, you know, I think the pandemic has really changed our landscape. I think it's changed both what the cultural offerings are. So we're seeing some of the big institutions change focus. We've, we're seeing smaller institutions. Some of them have unfortunately not made it. Others are rising. And I think it's just a time of change within the cultural community. I also think audiences are changing. You may have had a theater subscription a few years ago. You let it lapse during the pandemic. Yeah. And now you're trying to decide, are you going to renew there, renew somewhere else? So I feel like culturally right now is the time to sort of reintroduce even people who are you know, regular frequent flyers at cultural events to what is out there.
0: Well, one of our Reset producers and I will start the petition to keep those (laughs) guides coming. Uh, Our producer, Linnea, says she's found her favorite hiking spot from your fall guide. So please keep it coming. Keeps me employed. (laughs) So we've already talked about the flyers, but tell us what other uh, topics are covered in this spring edition.
1: I am happy to. So we did music on Monday, and those shows go through the end of May, which is really the start of our festival season here. Uh, Tuesday we did dance which is my personal favorite of course we'll talk about dance I hope and then today we have theater and opera tomorrow is spring blooms and Friday we will finish out our series with art but I will say that these events will be happening all throughout May and that we will be using our social media accounts as things you know are coming up and we'll be doing interviews with people so we'll be keeping the spring culture spirit
0: alive love that all right so let's talk about music okay Yesterday on Reset, we covered the lineups for Lollapalooza and Pitchfork, which got a lot of attention, of course. But there's a lot of music that's happening in the city beforehand. So walk us through, what should fans be paying attention to?
1: You know, there's so much music happening beforehand that is so much more affordable. No, no slight against the big festivals, but those price tags the past two days have had me had <laughs> a little bit of sticker shock. Um, this spring, there are some really great international world music events. There's also some great jazz events. I think you're really seeing the international acts starting to tour again. And so the thing that I really want to buy tickets to is actually Zakir Hussain, who's going to be bringing his Masters of Percussion
0: Ooh. tour
1: to the CSO. He is an Indian tabla player, very well known in the per- percussion world. But he brings with him this ensemble of other percussion players who are up and comers and all kinds of things. And so don't I'll tell my husband, but I would love to buy him <laughs> tickets for his birthday. I think that that is just a fabulous event. Another great event, actually, also at the C at the CSO is going to be Fabien Gabel, who is Ooh. a French um, conductor who is actually never performed in Chicago, never, never performed at the CSO. So he will be here. I think that's very exciting. And then we have some great hip hop shows. I mean, this is Chicago. And so there's some great hip hop shows. And there's some venues that are trending, like the Avondale Music Hall that maybe before the pandemic, people didn't know. And Mm -hmm. so I also would really like to go see
0: Rico Nasty. Um, And so we'll
1: see. (laughs) We'll see if if I can get out of the house that
0: night. And there's a strong jazz presence here too, right, Cassie? Mm -hmm. Tell us more about those shows and, and just what that means for the city.
1: Sure. There's a very strong jazz lineup this spring. Constellation, which is a great venue off of Western Avenue, um, sort of in the Avondale neighborhood, is putting on a two-day avant-garde and experimental jazz festival. And that's going to pull together some of, Chicago's just known for its avant-garde jazz scene. And so it's going to pull together several different acts there. Two days, again, just so much more affordable than you might um, think of for a festival and local folks, you know, that will be highlighted there. But then you also have big jazz players who are coming to town. The Monterey right. Jazz Festival is coming. Super exciting. And that's, so Kurt Elling is just a local vocalist that we all know and love Grammy winner, but he's bringing with them um, some great players. I'm very excited about Lakeisha Benjamin as a saxophonist who Ooh. has played. Um, she, she has an entire work that's, that focuses on Alice Coltrane and John Coltrane, of course, but really, through Alice Coltrane, and so, but she's coming here. She has a new album out. She's fabulous. Oh,
0: that sounds incredible! What is the one show that you would say our our listeners cannot miss?
1: I think Alphamist at yeah. Thalia Hall. So Alphamist, if you don't know, is sort of difficult to categorize. I'd say maybe closest to jazz, experimental. Um, plays the piano, but sold out. Um, this London based um, producer and s- composer sold out his US tours last year. And so he's going to be here in a bigger venue, venue at Thalia Hall. And I think that's going to be a fabulous show.
0: Let's shift to your favorite dance. I love to talk about Th- the it. The city designated 2022 as the year of dance. I remember that. Uh, but that doesn't mean dance is over this year, right, Cassie? <laughs> not, not at all.
1: In fact, this, there are so many great new dance works that I really encourage anybody who's even dance curious to get out and see something because guarantee it'll be something that has never been seen before
0: yeah I went to a couple shows because of your previous guide here another plug for the WBEZ guides um, spring represents uh, I think this time of of bringing forward the new right the fresh the new but this is the time we we spring clean for goodness sakes how are Chicago dance companies though how are they embodying that
1: well, I think that when you see dance contracts and so when you see how they're structured, a lot of times they're structured like a school year. And so you have companies that have had maybe a turnover in their in their lineups every fall. But mm-hmm. by the time the spring's together, you see, you see the company, you see the dancers really working together. You see yes. that's the time
0: to really set the brave new work. Do you know what I remember as, with my daughters growing up and dancing as well? I remember times where we would forget to register in September for the fall, but come January, come, you know, come the winter, we would sign them up because we knew that come spring and summer, there was the recital, right? The big part to look forward to. But the classes just grew, you know, enormously in size just because of all the last minute folks like us trying to get in for spring.
1: Well, I think that's true. I think that when you think about um, professional companies, you think there's also like a sort of a spring recital in a way. And so some of the things that I'm looking forward to, so the The uh, Hubbard Street Dance, which is really our internationally known contemporary company here, has a new resident artist, Azure Barton, who's a Canadian but fabulous choreographer. We'll be having work in their spring show, which starts this weekend, actually, and is a hard ticket to get. That that. Um, their their evenings are almost all sold out already. Wow. Um, you have companies like the Seldoms, which is a, a company that's been known here celebrating 20 years with a show June 1st at the Harris. Visceral, uh, which is a contemporary company um, doing new work and also bringing together 10 years of their um, putting that together at the Harris. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, you have companies like Flockworks, which are those are two dancers um, who were with Hubbard Street left have started their own choreography practice and have traveled the world and are now bringing back their work here for the Dance Center of Columbia College, which is a great resource that people may not know about.
0: This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. If you're just tuning in, WBEZ's Spring Culture Guide is out now, and it's chock full of the best music, dance, theater, and art that this season has to offer. And WBEZ editor Cassie Burke is here filling us in on all the goods. Let's transition to theater, Cassie. The theater portion of The Spring Guide is out. Uh, we've covered on the show how many theaters have been struggling during this time. And, you know, they're trying to move out of the shadow of COVID-19, right, of the pandemic, of, you know, getting trying to get butts in seats, right? What are theaters doing this spring to lure folks back?
1: I think what theaters are doing, it's and it's really interesting to me, but they are really... Putting on new work, taking the risk on new work that speaks to us right now that that really covers relevant themes. And I think about Congo Square Theater has a production right now called "How Blood Go," and it's about the relationship between Black Americans and the healthcare system. Mm. Very relevant coming out of um, COVID nineteen, but also just what we what we know about our our history as a country. There's a play right now um, about. Russian history and the KGB. Again, another very relevant topic that people might be interested in. Coming in the spring, Timeline will be putting on What the Constitution Means to Me, which is about um, the relationship women have with the Constitution, which is mm. very relevant given um, the reversal of Roe versus Wade. Right. And so that's going to be a hot ticket in the, later in the spring. That was a um, big production on Broadway.
0: We know the Chicago theater scene, it's, it's seeing some shakeups. This spring, what's going on?
1: Well, we're going to see the departure of two very veteran directors on the scene. So, um, Barbara Gaines at Chicago Shakespeare, our yes. neighbor here, um, hoping is, to
0: see that show next week.
1: Yes, going to be retiring, and um, Bob Falls at the Goodman is, is also, after many many decades and such an influential um, force in, in the Chicago theater scene, is also stepping down. And that's we've known these things are coming; these things were announced. Um, and but I think in in this time, you're also seeing up-and-coming names. You're seeing up-and-coming directors. And so you're seeing a lot of shift mm, okay. and a lot of experimentation. And I more think it's diversity. More diversity, a lot more diversity. And I think you're also, this is a great time to get on any theater's mailing list because everybody has main stage shows, but then it seems like almost every theater is workshopping really interesting things kind of in, on the side. And those tickets are always really affordable and really interesting. And the work may not be perfect, but it's generally thought-provoking.
0: So let's uh, let's talk about the art scene more broadly Cassie, what's the most avant-garde thing that's happening in the world of art for this spring?
1: In fine art? Yeah. Oh, fine art. Oh, my goodness. So fine art, this is going to be interesting. So this year is the second year that Expo Chicago, which is our big – it's really Chicago's international – Calling card in terms of fine art is has been it's been moved from the fall to the spring, and so what happens is it acts like a it's a big event, but it acts like a magnet, and so you have international curators, you have international buyers, you have gallerists coming from all around the world, and so you have Chicago sort of putting its best foot forward, and so there's all kinds of side shows, there's experimental gallery tours, there's even this really fun side art show Mm -hmm. um called the barely fair and it basically gives experimental galleries alternative galleries space to show their work but in a smaller and also more affordable way and that is just a great event that you just want to shift
0: from from fall to spring. This is what the second time that they've they've done this?
1: Correct. This is the second time they've done this. And and I think that this is just an interesting April. It makes April really visual art month in Chicago, yes. which I think is very cool. So it's a good time to just wander around even yeah. if you have no you know, even if you don't know very much about the art scene. I think it's a great time to just look around and see what you like.
0: It's also a good time for uh, international curators to pay attention to what's happening.
1: Indeed. Indeed. And so you're going to see in Chicago a lot more, say, art on bus shelters. You're going to see also public art. Love and I that. think that that is really cool.
0: That's some of my favorite stuff. What exhibitions are you most excited for?
1: Well, I <laughs> I, I guess I can say this. I, yeah, I can say this. So I, there's going to be an exhibition called um, Boil, Toil and Trouble. And it's 50 contemporary artists and I believe mostly artists who identify as women or non-binary who are it's commenting on w- witchcraft. Mm. And I think that that's fascinating. And so I'm interested in that. I'm also interested in um, Ada Malena. I may have just butchered that name. Um, but is she's, that your artist
0: to watch right now?
1: And she, Well, she's an Egyptian photographer. Ooh. I think well beyond somebody to watch, but um, her work will be in several public installations here. So I'm excited about both of those.
0: And Chicago's Art Expo is going to be running from April 13th to 16th right here at Navy Pier. I want to make sure listeners knew that. So, Cassie, where can folks learn more about what else is happening in the world of arts and culture throughout Chicago beyond the, the spring guide?
1: Oh, I was just going to plug the spring guide. <laughs> well, our we'll, On social media, we'll be highlighting many of these events, hoping, hopefully taking a deeper dive. Um, I, you know, I, I think that in terms of like what you want to do in the spring, it's always good to get to, to try a few places and then get on their mailing list. Because again, there's always one-offs, there's special nights, there's ways you can go see the theater for $10. I think that those are always great ways for people to just explore and try out without having to commit a big chunk of change.
0: That's WBEZ editor Cassie Burke. You can check out the guide at wbez.org. Thank you. Thank you.